welcome to the HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com podcast. The opinions and ideas expressed on this show are solely those of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com and its guests. This is the very best of professional wrestling, both independent and mainstream. Once again, you already know what it is and you already know where you have reached. Friday, April 12th, 2019, this is the number one up-and-coming professional wrestling podcast recorded right here in New York and broadcast all over the world. This is the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Hubbard. What up, though? We have another big-time guest in store for you tonight, a returning former world heavyweight champion. But before I introduce you to him, I want to make sure I introduce all my business owners out there to Hoshcrea.com. There's only one way to make sure your business projects itself in the best possible light on the internet, and that's through Hoshcrea.com. I'm talking about web development. I'm talking about web platforming. Check them out right now. That's H-A-A-S-C-R-E-A.com. Hoshcrea.com. Because we love tech. For all my listeners in the New York area, let me tell y'all something. I like to drop off my laundry to make sure I make my life as easy as possible. And there's only one place to do that, and that's at Becky Bubbles Laundry Center in New Rochelle, New York. Once again, Becky Bubbles Laundry Center, 3 Huguenot Street in New Rochelle, New York. Go in there, drop off your laundry for their wash, dry, and fold service. And if you say Hubbard Suplex, the special code Hubbard Suplex, they will wash, dry, and fold your clothes. For 10% off. Once again, Becky Bubbles Laundry Center, 3 Huguenot Street, New Rochelle, New York. And last but not least, the Chipper Truck Cafe. Everything from burgers and fries all the way up to the most high quality cuisine. They are located at 651 McLean Avenue in Yonkers, New York, and 232 Fifth Avenue in Pelham, New York. 914 278 9933. I'm talking about dine in, I'm talking about dine out, and I'm talking about free delivery. Check them out right now, the Chipper Truck Cafe, and let them know that HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com sent you. You already know what it is, man. We're back once again Friday, April 12th. Wherever you are and however you may be listening, I salute you and I thank you. iTunes, Google Play, The Daily Smart, Bodyslam.net, Stitcher, all, all over the place, man. And I thank you for listening. And we have a big-time guest. Listen, when y'all tweet me at hub underscore wrestling, I listen, man. I read and I listen. And I know you guys want the best guests and the best topics on the show and that's why i'm bringing this man back tonight as he prepares for an epic return to the ring he had a little bit of a health scare i'll let him explain that because he can explain it better than i can but he's a personal friend of mine and he is the former swf world heavyweight champion as a matter of fact he is the longest reigning swf world champion in history and on top of that when he was champion and i believe he will be again he was the longest reigning world champion in the industry at that time ladies and gentlemen he's back representing bwf wrestling he's also worked for house of glory wrestling he's all over the place had a stint in wwe as well he is the real deal he's a friend of mine the once and future world champion ladies and gentlemen i introduce you T.J. Marconi, public enemy 
number one. Welcome back, my brother. It's so good to have you on the show once again. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Sean, thank you as always for putting me over the way you do. You know, you know we're family, so thank you. That's what it is, man. Yo, I got to be honest with you, bro. Like, you know, it, it broke my heart um, to hear that you were out of action for a little while, man, because um, the fact of the matter is, as my listeners continue to grow, as my popularity, knock on wood, continues to grow for this show, um, I've made no bones about the fact that it was TJ Marconi who put me on. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, obviously, I put the work in to get this show off and running, but my first exclusive was, you know what I'm saying, NYC Pro Wrestling, BWF, you know what I'm saying? My first interview was with TJ Marconi, a friend that I've had for over, like, seven, eight years now. So when you went down, it really hurt me, man, but I'm so happy to hear that you are on the comeback trail, man. Why don't you tell the people about what happened and, um, you know, longest reigning SWF champion in, in history, had to give up the title due to health reasons. Talk to the people, man. Um, yeah, man, just, uh, you know, to make, uh, to make this story a little bit nicer, um, I've been feeling off for, when I mean off is like not my new, normal self since like the beginning of, or the end of 2017, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was just a part of the game, like, you know, bumps and bruises, miles on my body, I've been doing wrestling for a while, and, you know, I felt like I just fell off. Not knowing that, uh, you know, that it potentially was something actually very scary. Um, so for over a year, I've been feeling a little off, but I, I keep it to myself. It's a part of the game. Um, not not the kind of guy to complain. That's not who you are. Yeah, no, I, I do my thing. I, I try to just, I try. Uh, I'm, I'm old school. Like, uh, I'll ice it or I'll get some extra rest and it'll go away. But no. Yeah, I came home one day and I just uh, I laid down on my couch and uh, my fiance comes home and sees that I'm not breathing and I'm turning purple, so she calls uh, calls nine one one, gets me in the ambulance, gets me to the doctor. Um, they hook me up to every machine possible. Um, they can't figure out what's wrong with me when I'm not breathing, uh, so I'm in the hospital. Every every machine hooked up to me. So finally, they did a, uh, a test. They did, they did an ultrasound on my lungs. Mm-hmm. They found they they found a blood clot in my lung. And, uh, they did thinner to, to get rid of it. Uh, I stayed in the hospital for another two three days, hooked up to uh, oxygen and heart monitors. Um, the doctor there said I probably had this issue for over a year, and the fact that I was doing what I was doing was putting so much stress on my heart and my body. I didn't even realize the damage I was doing to myself. Wow. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, they made me go home with the heart monitor machine to monitor my heart rate because my heart rate had the worst part of it when I wasn't breathing was around 210, and that's like damn near a heart attack because mm-hmm. um, my heart was trying to pump as, as hard as it could to get the blood flowing to like my lungs and the rest of my body, and it just wasn't. It wasn't doing what it was supposed to do because of the clock, and um, you know uh, they let me go home with the machine. I had the machine hooked up for a week. Uh, I did stress tests, sleep studies, and I've been passing every single one of them. But still, not to the point where the doctors are allowing me to work out or wrestle. And, uh, so I, you were you were basically like, okay. You were basically okay as far as walking the streets, but you weren't okay as far yeah, as yeah. Like I, when I explained to them what I did for a living, they were like, "Yeah, that's probably not gonna happen." Right. Right. But I'm, I'm stubborn, and uh, 
I've just been fighting through it. And, uh, May 1st is when I'm cleared to like, go to the gym again, but I've been working out for the past almost two months, uh, six weeks about. And, mm-hmm. uh, I'm feeling good. I'm definitely not what I was. You know, I, I think that my, now that my brain knows what was wrong with me for that long amount, my body's like now catching up to the pain and the hardships of working that hard at my size. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's been rough, uh, especially watching, you know, so many of my colleagues this past weekend at WrestleMania working. But, you know, um, I know that I'm just for more, so I, I, I'm putting in the work and I'm going to get back to to old me sooner or later. That's what's up. So listen, uh, you know what I'm saying? This is this is not really a a podcast thing. This is like a bro thing, man. Like like you said, we're family. So, you know, it's just like having a, a family conversation, but it just so happens that the masses can hear it. So here's the deal, man. Like, I, I want to know. I know the world wants to know because you have, you wouldn't say it, but I would. You have a massive following. And the fact of the matter is um, we're going to talk about what you're on the verge of doing, what the epic comeback that um, – is on the horizon, but but what what I want to do is I want to go back a little bit. I know you just broke down how you you know were, were not feeling one hundred percent. Got the revelation that you weren't as healthy as you thought you were. Um, we're talking about the SWF World Championship. You're a double champion at that point. You're working House of Glory shows. You're in the middle of a cool angle where you're going to actually be. Well, actually, I take that back. You're on your way to kind of like making a name for yourself in House of Glory. Already made your name for yourself all over the country, all over the world. Like I said, once again, can't stress it enough, longest reigning SWF champion. And you have to give up the title. Talk about that because I know you and I know championships are kind of like your lifeblood. O- outside of your family, outside of, you know, fiance, you know, parents, you know, all you're a family guy. But when it comes outside of that, right, outside of that, wrestling is your whole life. So you had to shut it down, had to give up the belt. Talk to us about that and how you kind of had to rationalize that in your own mind. I mean, uh, I still haven't come to terms with it. It still kind of sucks. Um, at the time, when I had to, at the time, they basically told me that I wasn't going to wrestle again. So I told that to the SWF management and they told me I had to relinquish the title. Um, you know, I still am not cool with that. And mm-hmm. I know that I'm, I'm the true champion still. And the people that uphold it have done nothing but brought the title's prestige down. So the minute I'm back, and I'm back healthy, 100%, I'm taking back that title. That's what's up, man. You 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 definitely you haven't lost your swagger. I'll give you that, and I and I know that, <laughs> that I know that's something that you would never lose. Like you you have the mind for it, and and I know the body's gonna follow the mind. So I'm not really even worried about it. I knew that you'd be back. Um, I'm not taking credit for anything, but I, I just know you, and I I think I knew you would be back before you did, and and I and I'm I'm not fr- faking the funk. I'm not faking the funk for the listeners. You know I've sent you text messages. You know I've reached out, and I've said, yo, you will be back even before you thought you'd be back. So you know what I'm saying I I just I just thank God for um for healing. You know what I'm saying I'm not gonna start preaching on here, but I thank God for healing, and I thank God that you're back because this is your life, man. So. Now that we got all the sentimental crap out of the way, you're looking at a comeback. You're looking at May. You're looking at that being a target date. Are we sure we're not pushing it too fast? Are we sure we're on target? Oh, I, I, I'm definitely pushing it too fast. Okay. Uh, 
I'll be I'll, I'll be real. I'm, I'm, I'm again I'm stubborn, and uh, I I can't wait any longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not I'm not going in. I guess uh, the only way to describe this, I'm not going in full force. I'm not going in hard body right away. Mm-hmm. I'm going in slow, as like you know, sitting at home. Not wrestling sucks. It really does. And uh, this is my way back in. I'm gonna slowly get back in. Slowly get my slowly get my ring cardio back. Slowly get my my, my feet wet again. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of cool that you know it's only been six, a little over six months. That, you know, I've been out of the ring and, you know, I, I feel like I still have momentum, I still have my buzz. Like, I, 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 again, I can put up a post and I know it might not get thousands or hundreds of likes or views, but I know that everyone sees it. I know that I'm a, I have a target on my back because of, of my talent. And uh, it's good to know that people weren't able to rest too long with me. I'm like, so coming back for, for what's mine. <laughs> It's it's the old adage, bro, that um, you know everybody wants your spot, man. And and let's yeah. call, let's call a spade a spade, man. I'm sure nobody wants to see you sick, hurt, anything like that. Let's 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 give people the benefit of the doubt about that. But yeah, I but will that's definitely people that do. Okay, fair enough. Because so, that's exactly where I was gonna go. But there's damn sure people that want your spot. So now that you're yeah. back, now that you're on your way back, the haters are gonna hate. But I've been seeing you on Facebook. Check out my man on Facebook. Check him out on Twitter. Yo, I mean, this I got a story to tell thing, man. Like, I mean, you're you're talking to the people like I've never heard you talk to the people before. Let's transition now. Let's talk about this. I don't want to say new attitude, but kind of like this attitude turned up a couple notches you've been having lately. I mean, I'm just being me. Uh, you know, you know the real me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just being me. Uh, I turn, I'm turning it up uh, times a times a hundred, mm-hmm. and I, I'm letting people know that you know. And it's it, I didn't think it would catch on the way it did, but it, you know now you got a story to tell everyone. Like, damn, this my truth. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling I, I'm telling I'm telling everyone how it is and how it's thinking, how it's gonna be. And if they don't like it, they got a story to tell someone else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know. It, it's sticking. Yeah, I like it. That's me being honest. You know, you don't like what I have to say. Good. Now you got a story to tell somebody. Yeah, I like it, man. I like it a lot. But but what I mean, let me let me clarify what I was saying earlier, man. Not that it's anything. It's you. There's no question about that. But it just seems like a little bit more vengeance, a little bit more anger, like just just little idiosyncrasies, you know, in your voice and just the flex. It makes me feel like, hey, you're not just coming back. You're coming back to hurt somebody, man. Oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um. I'm telling, I'm telling people, I tell people like your podcast, and then with this, and I'm telling people that should already know, like, when I do come back at night, it's a totally different person. Like, nice. in the locker room, in the ring, it's a totally different feel. And people are going to be shocked about what's really going to happen. That's what's up, man. Yo, I, I'm, I'm so fired up for this return, man. This, to me, all jokes aside, man, it, it's, it's like you're returning home. And I feel yeah. like at the end of the day, when you return home, that's always a blessing, man. So... You're on your way back. We're talking about May. Let's give the people a little bit more insight on, on, and more specifics about when we say May, we're being very general. Let's be a little more specific about what's going on in May. So May 1st, my doctor is going to allow me to do what I've been doing for the past few weeks. And that's started some cardio in the gym and lightweight reps. Mm-hmm. And uh, technically, he would probably have to clear me to go in the ring. Mm-hmm. But, you know, May 4th, I'm going to make my in-ring 
match return at BWF. That's the first Saturday of May, so I'm, I'm getting my feet wet right away. I'm going to be defending my title that they didn't make me uh, give up. So they, they, they had faith that I'd be coming back on my SWF. Oh, it's, okay. Wait, time out because I, I got yeah. to knock myself a little bit on this one. Yeah. You are still the BWF world champion. Yeah, BWF's um, owners had more faith. Nice. And they said, and they said, if I'm not back, you know, they said, give it time. And if you're not back, if you really, if you're really not have a, a, a set date in like two, three months, then we'll, you know, we'll, we'll make you vacate. But they had more faith in me. Okay, let's let's switch, let's switch gears. I, I I hate to cut you off, bro, but you know how I am. When nah, I get man. when I get fired nah, up, man. I gotta run. Yeah, I All right. So so because I'm I'm pissed now, right? I'm pissed now because this is more personal to me than any other guest. Uh, shout out to many other people. I've had Cotto. I've had you know Selena De Laurenta. I've had many people on this show that I appreciate. But you're my guy, man. So I need to understand. BWF had faith in you, but SWF didn't. SWS, uh, they were short-sighted. They didn't think I'd be coming back wow. at all. And, uh, yeah, they made me relinquish the title. So wow. That's why, uh, yeah, um, Mega Slam is Saturday. And mm-hmm. I'm going to call some ruckus, even though I'm not cleared. That's a spoiler. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. I, I mean, dedicated, uh, uh, you know, vigorous worker, world champion longer than anybody else and what we're gonna do i'm being facetious here obviously we're gonna we're gonna strip him of the title because he's out for a couple wow i'm not i'm not feeling that dog no that's the business usually it's you know if you're out for 30 days they strip you but you know uh, bws had faith they uh so i wrestled their november show and december show was a cruiserweight show so Uh they basically that's a month off for guys like me and then uh, they said, you know, January, we're off anyway. So if you're not good by February, if you don't have a set date by February, then we'll do what we got to do. But since I kind of had an inkling that around around May, May when that was going to be cleared, they allowed me to hold on to the title. Well, I'm, I'm happy for that, man. I mean, uh, I'm sure your fans are too. Like, that's dope that you're able to, you know, remain the champion. So now, you know, what we're focused on now is, okay, you're going to defend the BWF belt. What are your plans for SWF? Are you? I know you just said you're going to raise a little hell over there, but are you also uh, looking to retain or to regain your title? I mean, that's the plan. Okay. okay. That's, that's the plan. And, uh, I mean, House of Glory is, uh, you know, one of them been, I can't think of this the right way. I mean, I went out with such a, a, such a high note. Mm-hmm. And telling them, telling them what happened and kicking Burgundy in the face that you know my return has to be equal to that. So most definitely, my house of glory, my house of glory return will be as crazy as my exit. Well, you're you're jumping the gun on this, and I appreciate that because you're you're <laughs> you're, you're reading my mind. House of Glory is a go. You are back in the fold, right? Yeah, I mean they have been great. Awesome. To me my whole career, um, there. So um, you know. They they always said that my, my spot is never going away. Uh, once oh, that's, that's I'm cleared and back, I have my spot. So. House of Glory is definitely one of the best up and coming brands. I don't even want to say up and coming because it makes it seem like it's kind of like scrubby and it's far beyond yeah. that. Like House of Glory is oh, legit. Believe, believe me, it, ki- it killed me seeing how great they did over WrestleMania weekend and me yeah. being on the sideline because 
that would have been something huge for me. But you know, it's always next year. Yeah, you know what? It's not. It's it's not even about that. It's it's more about the fact that you'll be back, and you're gonna pick up right where you left off. And the good part is that, like you said, you got your spot, and that's kudos to you, man. Because let's let's be really elementary about this. If you sucked, you would have lost your spot. So it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm, I'm happy yeah. to hear that because House of Glory is is super dope, and I and I'm a big fan of that product over there. Um, did you get a chance to see any of the the mainstream shows that took place over the weekend? Um, I just caught up on, uh, WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I'm, I was really trying to, you know, because I'm extremely level-headed and, uh, I'm very extremely positive about the place in general and have a good outlook on everything, but mm-hmm. this weekend was especially was up because it being in my backyard and knowing that I could have had, uh, you know, some of the spots that went to somebody else. So I try to avoid a lot of the wrestling product over the weekend, but I've been catching up slowly. Understood. Understood. You feel like telling the fans what you mean by that was your spot, or do you, is that inside stuff, or you want to kind of let it be known, or? Um, you know, like a lot of people had uh, extra work over the weekend. Got gotcha. you. Being a part of the uh, WWE's WrestleMania entrances for people, and just you know, there was like sixty something shows that happened over the weekend. Yeah, it was locally. nuts. It was nuts. And and I definitely would have been highlighted on some of those, and uh, could have gotten a new to know the real me it's my work and not just know me from someone else's opinion or uh, what they see on social media so I mean it, it's a missed opportunity but you can't change you can't uh, you can't control the uncontrollable and you can only uh, you can only focus on the here and now and the present and the future so I mean the future's looking good and that's all I'm worried about um, that, that's what's up man yo I, I, I've had a chance to witness G1 Supercard, ROH, New Japan. I had a chance to witness WrestleMania. Um, I watched, you know, Shimmer did a couple of shows. House of Glory did some shows. MLW, Impact. Like, every company was on showcase this past weekend, as they should be. And, you know, I I just couldn't help thinking, like, you know, when it comes to TJ Marconi, as I was starting to watch your vignettes on Facebook and on social media and things like that, I'm like, this dude is prime and ready to take over. Like and I and I and I mean that with all sincerity. Like you're primed and ready not just to, you know, take over House of Glory, not just BWF, not just SWF. We're talking about you seem like you're primed and ready as you continue to rebuild yourself physically. Mentally, you're on par with anybody in the business right now. Do you feel the same way? Um, it's a yes and no. I mean, uh, I'm completely, I'm always completely honest. Um, sure. until I'm physically back to being what I was, I'd say at the, at the, uh, the middle of 2017. Okay. When I, I didn't feel off. Then yeah, I mean, I still think I'm the, I know I'm the best big man in professional wrestling. That's without a doubt. But, um, I'll, I'll be real. I mean, if I'm, if I'm back to that, if I'm back to, 
Well, I, I think I think that it's it's great that you're you know keeping it humble, but I'm I'm not going to be humble. I'm going to be honest, man. I think I think that you're on par with anybody in the game right now, and I feel like obviously nobody knows your body better than you. So I understand where you're coming from. You're on the comeback trail. You're on the recovery trail, but. I think in your heart of hearts, you know what's up, and I think you're being humble about it, and I respect that. But you're 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 gonna wreak some havoc, man, and and I think that's already begun because trust me, trust me from a journalistic standpoint, I'm watching these vignettes. By the way, I'm mad that I wasn't the one who did the interview, but we talked about that off the air. We're gonna make that happen. But anyway, yeah. um, I'm watching these vignettes, and I'm like, this dude is better than he's ever been on the microphone. So now, when we match that up with the physicality, when, uh, to me, let's just use House of Glory as an example. Shout out to your good friend, Anthony Gangone. Shout out to somebody who I, I've considered to be a new friend, Anthony Gangone. Uh, you know, the, the, the House of Glory World Championship, whether he has it or anyone else has it, whatever the standing is as far as that particular championship, is that something that you're looking at as, as a goal in your career? Uh, I mean, I did. There's guys that like being second place, and there's guys that don't. And I definitely don't like being second place. But Ken Coleman's a brother, and uh, you know, there's there's. Uh, I mean, if you ever ever to lose it, then for sure. But whoa, I, whoa, I whoa, think, whoa, <laughs> whoa! You're telling me. <laughs> You're telling me that you would not accept a title shot because of friendship? I like Anthony, too. Obviously, he's a brother. I've known him a lot shorter than you have. But I, 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 I didn't finish it. I would prefer that it wasn't him. Okay. But I know that if it ever did come to that, and it was uh, DJ first can't go, not only would that be a hell of a match, but... You know, friendship out the window. Okay, you know, fair I, enough. I fair enough, because I know you're a competitor. I, I, I would just prefer <laughs> not, not to be him. You know? Well, I'm sure he appreciates that, and I, I definitely understand friendship, bro. I, I totally get that. But, you know, I, your championship material. Speaking of championship material, man, I, I definitely want to get your take on, on the three championship matches that took place at WrestleMania. At the end of the day, yeah. we all start off as fans. So tell us about your, cool. your view of... Um, Let's start with Kofi, man. I, I I'm not gonna lie, man. I I felt that thing, bro. I felt that thing. Talk about how you felt Co about Kofi. Co that, I mean, that was a great, that was a great match, great story, and great build up. And it, it's more than just a, a match. Um, you know, I I, I have uh, you know, I, I mean, obviously, I'm an Italian guy, but mm -hmm. you know, I, I my nephew is is half African American, and you know, he's watching that product and. and he gets, he gets to see someone that looks like him right. become a champion. And that means more like people say, all oh, the rock or Ron Simmons, but you got to think about today's culture. You got to think about uh, today's landscape of just how the world is and to have someone who looks like Kofi. And I mean that in the no. best way possible. Don't even go there, bro. Um, I, I know exactly yeah, what you mean. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that looks like Kofi wins. It just, it's, it's great for kids that look like him to mm -hmm. watch TV and be like, damn, that could be me. Just like when I watched Kevin Nash as a kid, man, Kofi back and he made it. Yeah, yeah, you know? no question. I, 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 I put it, uh, you know, it's kind of similar to the Spider-Man movie that just came out that was Miles Morales and Olivia Peter Parker. Now kids can think 
oh, I can be Spider-Man mm-hmm. instead of it being mm-hmm. just people who look like Peter Parker can be Spider-Man. So, it's, I mean, it's more than just a match. It was more, I, I mean, it's cliche. It was for a culture. It was for the, the society to, I mean, it was great. It was a great moment for wrestling in general to finally have someone and not be typecast to Samoan white people. Right. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying, and 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 believe me, for anybody who's listening, like, um, I know you you clarified that for the listening audience. Yo, this this dude TJ is one of the coolest people on earth. Like, you know, yeah. like I'm black, and and he and I are very good friends. So I think just I know you were trying to clarify for people who didn't know, but I'll I'll yeah. back you up. There's no doubt that you meant that in the best possible way. Speaking of how yeah. Kofi looks, though. I want to I want to talk to you about something. I wasn't going to go here, but I know you're a student of the game. I know you're a very uh a very influential in your mind about the the product that came before you. So, this is a lot before your time is before my time as well. But superstar Billy Graham, the Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. He recently came out and said, I'm paraphrasing here, that he didn't think Kofi had the look to be world champion, that he was too light. Um, you're a big man. Uh, I'm sure that superstar Billy Graham would not object to you being world champion, but he felt like Kofi was a little too small. Um, kind of old school, kind of outdated, uh, you know, outlook for, from the superstar. Do you kind of, you know, obviously you don't agree, but I, 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 I'm in the middle. Okay. So okay. I'm, I'm going to get grief from some people for this. Um, when Eddie Guerrero won the title, uh-huh. boy put on massively to look like a threat for Brock Lesnar. If you look back, Guerrero was thick. Um, Mysterio, the same thing. Mm-hmm. I get to a point, Superstar Billy Graham said it the completely wrong way. Right. He, but if you look, and if someone off the street that doesn't know wrestling looks at Kofi, he's not a big guy. He doesn't really classify. He doesn't, he doesn't give off that heavyweight vibe. Right, he's not at all. Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. He is the Dan Bryan. Do I think Kofi now that he has the title should try to put on more of an intimidating size? I personally think so. Okay. Just so that there's nothing that there's no naysayer that can say anything bad about him. Because I'm a big guy and I'm very uh, I'm I'm like in the middle. Like when Mysterio won the title, it made sense and he put on weight. Kofi definitely should have won. The storyline made sense for it. But when you look at Kofi from an outsider's perspective, I understand where Billy Graham's coming from. No doubt. And last but not least, Becky Lynch uh, climbs the mountain. Very weird outcome. Very weird finish. You are the professional. I am on the outside looking in. I understand just through research and, and reports that it was a work it was on purpose that she lost Ronda Rousey that is in a kind of a weird awkward way to make sure she didn't lose her luster just in case she decides to come back down the line she's going to take a few months off um the crucifix off the uh Piper's Pit finisher you know Becky Lynch rolls her up in the crucifix Rousey's shoulders are clearly up for one but they count two and three, and she loses. It, like I said, once again, it was a work to make sure that uh, Ronda didn't lose her unbeatable demeanor, even though she lost the match. I'm confused. As a professional wrestler, please tell the people what you thought of that. I think it's uh, it's a decent enough finish. Um, because, again, 
Ron is a legitimate badass, a legitimate fighter, mm-hmm. and a household name. So it, it, it transferred the titles to Becky without destroying the luster that was Ronda. Right. So, I mean, I'm, I, I don't hate it. It made sense. Becky deserved it. Becky got the most over. So, and, but uh, the finish was a little wonky, but it made sense. Of, it should make sense in the long run. WrestleMania, I'm throwing a number out there, 40. Will TJ Marconi be there? I hope so. I mean, <laughs> I'll be I'll be thirty four. No, I'll be I'll be thirty. Um, I'll be about to be thirty five at that at that time. Usually, it's around my birthday. Must guess so. Mm-hmm. Five years from now, I'll be thirty five. Hopefully, my my body is deteriorating. And, uh, who knows? But you know, if I even if I don't get to uh, WrestleMania, I mean, I got there. I got there once. Can't take that away from me, and uh, I can entertain people in other companies, other avenues, independently. So, you know, uh, I love wrestling. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, I'm going to be trying to come back after nearly dying. So, your your passion for this business is 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 unparalleled, man. I, I think that you know, I was watching a um old Ric Flair um promo, and it, it's very it's very famous. It's from him back in '87. It's, it's the Golden Spoon promo. Yeah, and you know he he's talking, and I and I'm not gonna lie, corny moment. I'm looking at him talking to Tony Schiavone, and I'm kind of like picturing you and I, and I'm like, <laughs> and, and Rick is like, Tony Schiavone, you've mastered this sport from your end, and I'm the master of this sport from my end. And I'm I'm thinking of you, and I'm thinking about the passion I have from this end of the business, and the passion you have from your end of the business. And I kid you not, man, it, it's one of those things where you just pray that, like, things, that the stars align and that you get what you deserve. Because at the end of the day, man, let's call a spade a spade. We don't have to name names, but there's some people that get to these spots, these high-profile spots that truly don't deserve it. It's not that they're not great athletes. It's not that they're even not great workers. But it's the, the passion that they're the void of that you have. And it's like you just hope that, you know... Again, not preaching, but you hope God blesses those who really deserve it with those kind of opportunities. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, I mean, sometimes the people, the best people in the world don't always get blessed. But, you know, the people who are, that wait, always will wind up getting blessed. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, um, I'm not uh, preaching Again, but you know, the, in time everything works out. Yes, it does. It works out the way it's supposed to work out. So, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely pulling for you. you. Know that. And at the end of the day, man, I think, I think these things, like you said, everything happens for a reason. Before I let you go, man, Dean Ambrose, another mainstream name that, that's, um, I don't even know what's going on because he's still on the superstar page, but. Um, first of all, do you really believe he's gone? And second, and secondly, if he is gone, where do you see him going from here? Uh, I think he might be done. Um, okay. I mean, dude had a hell of a run. Probably made a hell of a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it wrestling hurts. Like, obviously, I'm proof of it that, you know, I thought that a blood clot in my lungs was just the fact of me taking bumps, um, you know, not everyone's supposed to do this for the rest of their lives. Right. 
You know, you're in you're in there. You make your you make your impact. And, you, and if you're smart enough and you're wise enough, you get out with your body intact. And that's maybe what he's doing. Um, you know, you look at Cena. Cena is you know forty something, right? Or you know, yeah, he's and, he's definitely in his forties. And he took a step back, and he's doing his thing, and he made his impact. You know, if you can make a name for yourself, Ambrose definitely did. You know, he's happily married. He's probably got a good house. Maybe he wants to be a father. I don't know. But, right. You know, I think I think he might be. I think he might be done. I think, but I don't think it's like closed door. But I think for the time being, he's done. I don't think he's going to like AEW or anything like that. Right. Well, I'll tell you one door that's definitely not closed, and that's the door in TJ Marconi's career, man. You're, you're, you're just getting started. This is the reset button, a reset button that a lot of us in life don't get to press. I'm in my early 30s. I wish there were some things that I did in my 20s, but I'm starting to do now. And um, you're, you're still a young man. you got a lot of things going for yourself, and you're in a position right now where you can really make some noise. Obviously, I want you on a personal level to be healthy and be safe. But, you know, on a personal and professional level, I want to see you wreak havoc, man. So, um, welcome back. Um, so happy that you're back on the scene, man. So happy that you gave me this exclusive because at the end of the day, man, the streets, the wrestling world wants to know about TJ Marconi. So, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you, my man. Thank you. You already know. Before I let you go, please remind. I know you talked about it earlier, but please remind everybody about what's coming up on your, uh, your upcoming uh, schedule as well as where they can find you on social media. Social media, every platform is TJ Marconi. So that's T-J-M-A-R-C-O-N-I. That's YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, May 4th will be my first official match back in the Bronx. You know, definitely if you free, come through, Sean. We'll I make will, a little exclusive. You I will be that. there. I will be you, there. You'll get the interviews. Maybe we'll get you started with backstage. I'll talk to the people that need to be talked to. Appreciate you. you. Know. And, uh, yeah, May 4th is the first one back. So I'm pretty solidly booked until about the end of July. Nice. And then, uh, so hopefully it keeps it up and I keep making havoc and keep making my vignettes and my, and getting my name out there because my plan is, you know, for next year's Mania in Tampa, that that's my goal to be seen by the masses. I'm trying to make a name for myself that weekend. I love it. I love it. I love it. It shall come to pass, man. I'm praying for you, brother. Thank you, my man. So with that being said, man, you got the exclusive. This is the first look at the returning TJ Marconi, my friend, but more importantly, your worst nightmare because he is the public enemy number one. He is on the comeback trail, the reigning BWF champion, the once and future SWF champ, House of Glory, all that good stuff. Once and future WWE superstar. He is the one and only TJ Marconi. So with that being said... I'm your boy, Sean Hubbard, and this is the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. We're out of here. Peace. This has been a production of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com, home of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. The very best in professional wrestling, both independent and mainstream. The ideas and content of this show are the exclusive property of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. The opinions of its hosts and guests are theirs and theirs alone, as this show and website are not associated with any professional wrestling organization.